are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. into the great plains, out into the unknown dangers of the road. What will become of our brave heroes, I wonder? I sure hope they are ready for this. Of course they're ready. They have everything they need and courage to spare. How many times do I have to tell you, Lord Master? Courage is not the absence of fear, but instead the will to resist and act despite fear. Ah, that reminds me of a song. <laughs> Quill, cue up those instruments. Yes, Lord Master. <clears throat> me, 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 me. What, what? No, 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 not that one. You said to cue up the instruments. You didn't say what song. Ah, the hero one. What made you think it was that one, you dodo? My apologies. I will remedy this immediately. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not ready yet. A thousand pardons, Lord Master. On your cue. <laughs> That's better. <clears throat> now, gotta get back into my zone. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. Unroll the scroll to tell the tale, a story for you. Listen well, a tale of courage, brave and bold, and valiant deeds that must be told. For when the world is dark and drear, heroes can be found. To vanquish those who deal in fear and turn the world around. When courage shows its noble heart and stays the course right from the start, then evil cannot have its way and good will always win the day. <laughs> Come, Quill, let us... Uh, where did they go? They left while you were singing. Why didn't you tell me? You told me never to interrupt when you were singing. Well, this time it was important. We're falling behind. Like your silly titles important. Hey, you in the distance. Ooh, that's a good chapter name. Oh. <laughs> Let us go, Quill as we head into chapter eight. Hey you, in the distance. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am your dungeon master, Dave. To my left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Lila and Garatha. Roscoe. And Fenrir. And today's recap is going to be by Henley. So last time when we um, met, we, well, Boudreaux got into a fight with a wolf man. And then they caged him and 
we learn more about the weaknesses of the creatures. And then Fenrir went and talked to Mendrick and kind of found out why Mendrick wanted to buy the hollow and was also offered a job as his bard. And then Fenrir came and found me and told me that Mendrick wanted to speak with me. And I also asked him why he wanted to buy the hollow and he told me, and I also questioned him on a few things, but I still don't know if I trust him or not. Man, that's it. So, we are all heading out of the hollow. It's probably about around 11 o'clock, and you guys head out. The morning is kind of chilly. It's still in that season before spring hits. You guys climb up the, this ravine in the canyon that is called the, the Crimson Rock Pass. It is somewhat, has a few trees here and there, but it's pretty deserted. You guys climb. It takes you, you know, quite a while. Not really anything happening. There's still some snow drifts here and there in the shadows. Um, it becomes... Wait, are we on our horses or our uh, mounts? Yes, you guys are all on mounts. You guys all have mounts. Can I be on a dragon? No. Yes, you can. No, yes. get out of here. <laughs> Your horse Didn't is named this, Dragon. Like, the first time <laughs> I think so, but it's a baby dragon. Oh, it's just, a cobalt. Just, just, it's, it's a, a cobalt. <laughs> it's a, it's a wingless dragon. It's a cobalt that thinks it's a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding. I'm riding under Cars' shoulders. <laughs> he's a dragonborn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got yeah. coconuts down. He's got the coconuts. That's right. <laughs> That's a very barred thing to do. Jakars would never do that. He'd be like, you get off me right now. He'd be sparking Jakars so would, would turn into a bear or a wolf. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a druid. Um, was the Crimson Rock Pass the same one that we went up to go to the mines, or was it the opposite? Opposite. Okay. Yeah, this one's kind of the main, main spot. So instead of going north where the mines are, you guys are heading pretty much dead west. By the end of the day, nothing really has happened. Um, you guys rest for the evening, and you guys wake up and continue on. You guys finally, probably about three days later, you finally get out of the canyons. You see before you just kind of a hilly grassland place. You guys know that once you get out of the canyons, you guys got to almost south to a little bit of the west is where Avalon is. After a few days, so it's probably been a total of seven days since you've left the hollow. Can I have someone roll me a D100, please? <gasps> Gasp. I got a 92. Oh, boy. Okay, can somebody roll me a D4 now? Three. So in my notes, it's very much SpongeBob, but it says three days later. We get out of the past seven days later, and it's about later. <laughs> Roll the sixty-five. Sixty-five. You guys run into a ruined town. Like ruins, or ruined that it's... as in. That it's been destroyed. Like oh, okay. Recent, like recent, recently smoldering still. 
not smoldering. But you can. It's not like old school ruins. It's no. just like something that. This is somebody's came in and raided the place. Gotcha. Those around that are familiar with this this area would know that it was Nevilton, and it has been the small little farming community that a bunch of little farmers, but it's just raided. It's just kind of like one road in, one road out. Kind Pretty of just much passes through them. Yeah. Lots of fields on the outside. You know, there's a there's a blacksmith there because every town needs a blacksmith, especially when farming equipment and whatnot. There's a stables. There was a general goods store, but it's half the buildings are knocked down, burned. Can I roll an investigation check to see if I can find any signs of like what possibly attacked here, specifically the Trigroven? I'll say that you're able to find some. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. I want to do the same thing, but I'm looking for like those more like the null prints or what I think oh. are Noah's null prints. Is that cool? Yep, go ahead. Roll a, uh, a survival check on that one. My investigation check was a natural 20. Ooh. Almost Nat a 20. waste. <laughs> oh, well, I don't see anything. That was a three. Okay. A total of six. Okay, sounds good. So you are able to find some bodies of goblins, and they have the insignia of the Trigroven, which is kind of like a kite shield. One, they're scimitars. So one comes in at an angle from the left, and the bottom pokes out to the right of the shield. Another one goes in from the right, pokes out from the left of the shield, and one straight down into the shield. Try Groven raid. Um, I'm. Can I search the body? Roll me a investigation check. Yeah, if anybody wants to, we'll do a, like a general investigation and see what you can find. I do that. I'm gonna. I think for me, I'm gonna be more looking in like the buildings and stuff, like seeing if there's any supplies that were left or if there's anything inside the buildings that might give a little more clues as to what happened or whatnot. Okay. Which building would you like to start with? Um, which one's closest? Like coming in from the outside? Probably coming in from the outside would be the stables. Okay. Actually, cool. no. That would be the other side. Probably the blacksmith. Okay. See, I'll start with the blacksmith and then just kind of work, you know, blacksmith, maybe the town hall and then hit the Checking stables. things out. Yeah. Okay. I got a 21. And I take the, if I can, I want to take the Trigroven insignia off. Okay, you're able to cut that off. 21. Do you want me to roll a d12? Yes. And we'll say that you kind of scavenge around, not just that one character. That you're but in the area. In the area, since you get four cards. So I rolled okay. a two, a five. Okay, so on that two, you find ten silver pieces and three copper. Then your five, you find twelve silver pieces and six copper. Eleven. Ooh, nice. On this one, you find a small bottle filled with pink and red liquid. <gasps> it's a health potion. You can Don't roll a medicine check to see 
if you know what it is. Don't show it to Boudreaux. Show it to me. Don't. He tried to steal mine. I'll roll a medicine check really quick. No, your conscience wants to give it to me. <laughs> 14. Okay. It does seem familiar, and you know it is a healing potion. Should seem familiar after it's hanging oh, out with the hollow for that long. One and more. And 10. Okay. You were able to find this in the stables. A brightly quilted saddle with a high, with a padded cantle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a godly decorated lance. Fancy. A lance, huh? A brightly colored saddle. Padded saddle? Mm-hmm. Ooh, comfy tushy. Okay, <laughs> what is everybody else doing? I rolled an 11. What are you looking for? Just kind of looking around at the bodies? Yeah. Okay. Roll me a d12. Eight. 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 You find a new explorer's pack. It's a little <gasps> weathered now. Oh. Stained with dry blood handprints. Oh, convenient. Oh. <laughs> Included in an, including an ink bottle and a calligrapher's supplies. I leave it. <laughs> <laughs> he just Probably. chucks it out. And I like kicks it I like kicked it around with my toe and I found the stuff in it and I was just like, meh. And just kind of looked. Uh, Henley could use that. <laughs> Meta gaming there. Well, the bard could use it too. Hey, Benny, uh, I found some weird stuff in this bloody bag if you want it. I'll go over and look and see what it is. I'm probably still searching at that goblin. Yeah, you're I'm off. probably not near there. Looking at that, so. You were looking in the blacksmiths. See, roll the 14 for the investigation. Okay, roll me two d12s. A two? You find a pair of silver rings. With a two? No, that's what, like, he rolled a 14 initially. And oh. then he found, fine. And just make a note I see how it next is. to it. This is player knowledge. That they're worth 27 silver piece, copper pieces. And an 11. Nice. In this one, you find a small leather-bound book written in unique ciphers, a ledger of assassination contracts, and a disguise kit. Dope. And Lila? Uh, I got an 18 just on the general stuff after not being able to see anything in tracks. Okay, 3d12s for you. Okay, the first one is an eight. Hmm. A luck, a lucky pocket stone, which heals the carrier for two HP at the first light of each day. <gasps> so we'll, for game-wise, we'll say you find this, find some kind of stone, and it has kind of a different feel to it. So you Right, probably when I was looking for tracks or something like that, I was like, ooh, what's this? Yeah, so as of right now, your player, your character doesn't know what it does. Right. But kind of kind of looks cool and gives off a, a sense of magic to it. A six. Ooh. As you're kind of scrummaging around, you find a backpack loaded down with 747 copper pieces. Dope. That is a lot of copper. That is a lot of copper, especially when common currency is silver. Okay, one more. Uh, that was a five. And this one, you find a large 
Eh, we'll just say you found a gold coin. Don't know where it's, but it's shiny. Shiny. So shiny. Uh, my general investigation, I rolled an 18. An 18? Okay, you get three cards as well. Uh, three? You also find a large gold coin. <laughs> okay, we get shinies together, dude. <laughs> an 11? You find a set of thieves' tools in a black gray leather backpack, which just write burglar's pack. Burglar's kit. It was Bilbo's. Burglar's. <laughs> the hamburglar. Hamburglar. <laughs> I miss those guys. Can I tell you? I saw a picture of all that whole uh, McDonald's game uh-huh. the other day, and I was just like, I miss those guys. Yeah. Eight. Okay. You find a cord bracelet, and then player knowledge allows the wearer to lift an additional 50 pounds for five minutes once per day. Kind of nifty. Nice. Squishy character. Get no, something no, it's not lift. nifty. It's lifty. Uh, <laughs> I was going to make a joke about him not skipping arm day. but Very uneventful. For the next couple days, we'll say two more days. So you got a total of nine days now. I need another D100, please. Uh, 80. 80 reveals. It's a boogeyman. And roll me a D4. Four. So it is beginning to be become nighttime. And as the sun begins to set, you it starts getting darker. You guys are... I would I would assume that you guys are kind of in a hurry, so you guys kind of go later in the day. It was As, sorry, you said it was like a three week ride, right? On ponies. It would be a five just week walk. like um, Mal mentioned that it was five weeks, but of course by her time it was with wagons and things. And so when you guys are riding, it could possibly take you, depending on how far you push, three to four weeks. It could take you three to four weeks. Yep. In this one, it starts getting dark, but in the distance, you do see a fire going on. Boudreaux sniffs the air. Does it smell good? It smells like smoke. What kind? <laughs> what kind Redwood? <laughs> Cherry? Pine? More, like, more like sagebrush. Sagebrush. <laughs> Dead no. Not the kind of fire I like to smell at night. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Can I roll one too? Yeah. See how good your sniffer is. It's a crit one. (laughs) (laughs) Your nose falls off your face. (laughs) I had some deep boogers in there today. (laughs) You're catching a cold. (laughs) Allergies, man. You're sniffing deep and you're just like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) right in your beard. Oh, (laughs) I didn't mean gross. Because you rolled a one. Karath is going to then hand him the hygiene kit. <laughs> it was perception, right? Yeah. He just then... it on his sleeve. <laughs> She's going to take it back. He didn't realize that you were any of 13. The smell in the air kind of smells like cooking meat. How could Boudreaux miss cooking meat? <laughs> I rolled a great one. And my nose was stubby. That was my mom's favorite recipe. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Boudreaux. <laughs> okay, so in the distance, you're able to see just that small little fire. It's noticeable because 
it is starting to get dark. Okay, we probably should make camp, but I don't know. We probably should just leave that fire alone. Yeah, and just make sure we keep a guard tonight. And I can set alarm again, too. Keep a close eye on whatever happens up there. I can take the first watch. Oh, that's a good idea. Rolls out sleeping uh, bag. I'll take it with you. Okay. <sighs> Rafa's going to sleep as far away from that as she can. Hey, Roscoe. Yeah? There is something I wanted to talk to you about. What's up? When you didn't tell us about Mendrick's letter, and then... We withheld information from Mendrick. Why did you do that? I just didn't know who to trust. I'm still, you know, it was a lot to process. And, you know, I know you guys, but I don't know you guys as well as I knew Jakaris. So I just wanted to make sure I was doing the right thing before I did anything else. <laughs> It was nothing. I mean, it was nothing against you guys. I I trust you guys completely, but I didn't want to incriminate someone by jumping to conclusions unless it was a reasonable incrimination. I understand. It was just kind of hard in when when we oh. <laughs> When um, when we lied to Mendrick, he was just made him really suspicious of us. Yeah, and it, it it was really hard to lie to him. No, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I said, I'm just I'm new to the whole whole leadership thing going on here, and so some bound to make mistakes, and that was probably one of them. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you can trust me. Absolutely. In the future. I, I'm of sorry. Course. I didn't mean to point out uh, we all make mistakes. It just was really uncomfortable. No, I understand. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I def like I said, I definitely trust you guys. I just, it was all so much at one point for me that I really didn't know what to do. So that was all. Henley puts, um, actually touches somebody, <laughs> puts her hand on your shoulder. I'm like, I have your back. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> we got to do something about that, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The night goes uneventfully. Um, you guys wake up the next morning, and you head. Do you guys want to avoid the area that you guys saw the fire in? Or go I, a different or, I or think go towards it. I would want to head towards that fire, just be cautious. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of keep an eye out and see, you know, if they've moved on, maybe just take a quick look at that area and see if there's anything worth noting. Otherwise, just keep rolling. The sun has started rising, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning on the plains. It's pretty bright outside. You guys get there, and within about 200 feet, you guys do notice that there's movement going around. You do see um, posts in the ground, kind of flag posts. 
And you guys can tell that it looks like the tribe of symbols. And you see people moving around inside. So inside the, because there's like a circle of these banners. Mm. And there's people okay. moving inside them. How, can we tell how many people there are or how many creatures? At this distance, it's hard to tell kind of how many there is. And we're still, what, 200 feet away? 200 feet away. What are you thinking, Roscoe? Should we go straight ahead or around? I suggest that we skirt. It's the Trigrovin. We probably need to get out of here. What's, is there, like, what's our, our, I mean, we're open all around. It's pretty open. You could probably assume if they saw, if you see them. They'll see us. They probably saw you. Make a hard left, go a mile that way, and continue back on course. Okay. As you guys turn to head off, you hear a call. Hey, you in the distance. Hey, you in the distance. (laughs) (laughs) Grath is going to give him a death glare. Like... The most pointed death glare <laughs> she's like ever given. Like I will rage right now if you don't <laughs> shut up. What you did? Did what? Did they said it? Okay, do you guys? You do that. What do the rest of the guys? What the rest of you do? I'm gonna suggest we just double time it. Okay, you guys carry on. Isn't this dinner at something? I, I see it in your eyes. Benny wants to. Like, last time but I opened my Spain mouth, here. I got in trouble. Okay, <laughs> we'll move on then. Yeah. Another four days passes. Can I have pretty uneventful? Not really seeing anything else out there. Can I have another D one hundred, please? Fifty three. Fifty three. Can I have a D4? Oh, no! One. Okay. It begins to be become nighttime. You guys kind of do your nighttime routine, still no fire? Have we seen, I mean, over the last couple of days, any, any hint or notice of the Trigrovin or anyone following us? Nobody following you. You guys are being cautious, looking back. We'd probably have a fire if we... Yeah, if we feel comfortable after a couple days, I'm sure we'd have a fire going. Okay. I Um, do set alarm when it's night. Time to sleep, I mean. Right. Those who want to, roll me a survival check. That's an 18 for Henley. Non-natural. It's a non-natural 20. Nine. Ten. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You see footprints, Roscoe. So Henley and Lila, you recognize these, a lot of the footprints of gnolls. And there are other signs of gnoll activity, kind of like a a scavenged carcass, animal carcass, and things. Can I tell how many, like, by the footprints? Seems to be a pack. Can we tell how long it's been, or do we need to do another investigation? Like, I think for how high you guys rolled, 
It has been only a couple days. Okay, so I'm going to turn to, as Lila, I'm going to turn to Henley and say, No, Sugar, you're seeing what I'm seeing. It looks like there's been some uh, recent null activity here that hasn't been more than a couple days, maybe. Yeah, this isn't, that doesn't, it doesn't look good. From what I see here, there's a lot of tracks. There's probably a colony or a pack of them here. Now, Roscoe, are you listening to this here, honey? Yeah. Well, boss man, you're the boss. What should we do? We uh, act all cautious? We doing a fire? What are we, what are we doing tonight? Mm. Probably need to put out our fire and probably move camp. Put out our fire and move camp a little bit, but we're already pretty late into the night, and we're on an open plane. I mean... What? If something's going to come across us here, potentially come across us 150 feet away, but we should move a little bit at least and just definitely keep a watch tonight. You can move opposite of the the, the footprints. Oh, yeah, like opposite direction from which they're heading. Yes. We could do that, head, head back that way. Are they, does it look like they were coming from the same way that we were heading though? Or... Can we tell that? Because there's, I'm sure it was like a, a travel um, path with the footprints. You can tell that they walk. So you guys are still heading south. Mm-hmm. And they were heading more west. Okay. So what i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say well it looks like they're heading west and we're heading south so i don't know that we should run into them necessarily but just stay cautious let's maybe let's clean up here real quick head south for maybe another half hour and reset and see if we can't find somewhere a little decent to to camp out sorry Boudreau, your nap's gonna have to wait for a few more minutes oh my goodness Okay, let's go going then. Can I roll a history check to see because what what Fenrir remembers about Dracarys saying is that the knoll, like the the footprints, I guess the knolls that we seen weren't. We were thinking that they were they weren't the typical knolls because most of the knolls were up further north. Are we up further north so that these are what we're thinking are actual knolls? Or is it safe to assume that they could potentially be some of the weird beasts? Yeah, roll me a nature check. Eleven. Because you're kind of familiar with this northern uh, area you know it's common to find gnolls up in this region. So you don't really have any doubt that there would be gnolls up, up here. Okay, so you guys travel on. It is dark. So those who do not have... Horses are being very skittish because they don't see in the dark. And they don't like traveling in the dark. And something seems to be spooking them. They're very on edge, especially Donkey of Boudreaux's. Guys, I, I don't know. This don't seem quite right. Shrek, he real, he real skittish right now. 
we can stop here. We're still on an open plain, right? I mean, there's not. Yeah, it's more grassland. So the grass is probably um, about two to three feet tall. So very thick grass, but pretty pretty open. No hills or very slight hills. Nothing rolling really hills. Worthy of hiding behind or anything like that. You could probably find one that you could lay against the side of the side of the hill to give you some cover. Well, what do you guys want to do? We can either stop here. It's getting late. Horses are acting up. Donkeys on edge. Or we can find one of these hills up here just a little bit and have something kind of a little bit to our back, but we'd still not have the high ground, so I don't know how beneficial that would be. Here we'd at least have an open view of everything and not something sneaking up behind us. I think being out in view, though I don't like it, probably we can see everything coming. Um, I'm going to say probably no fire tonight. Definitely a watch all night. I'll take first watch again. During your sentence, Roscoe, you get hit in an air, with an arrow Rip. in your back. Ow. <laughs> You've got an arrow in your butt. <laughs> what? You've got an arrow in your butt. <laughs> Roscoe, not Shrek. <laughs> Make me a dexterity saving throw. Rip. How dark is it? Can he see? Or is it too dark? To it's pretty much pitch black. Pitch black. 13. Okay, you are able to stay on your horse, but you take 8 damage. 8? Yep. Rip. And you, there's a couple arrows that fly past, but don't hit anybody. And you start hearing that familiar sound of hyenas. Also, of, of the knoll cackling. Oh, I don't think we've mentioned this, listeners. They did level up to level two. Roll initiative. <laughs> Henley, what what did you get? I got 22. Boudreaux. 13. Lila. 15. Roscoe. 14. Nice. Buddy, 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 buddy. <laughs> Henry, like you're singing. Everybody is still on horses. So Henley, as you kind of gaze around, it's really hard for you to tell, but there is one within 30 feet of you that you can kind of see the shadow of, and it's coming fast. Okay. First, I use my action and cast dancing lights. Okay. Spell time. So... So I create up to four torch-sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. Mine are glowing orbs that hover in the air for the duration, up to a minute. You can also combine the four lights into a glowing, vaguely humanoid form. But um, So so with my four lights, I put two in front of me and two in front of Roscoe, because everyone else can see. Okay. Do you want to move away or anything? With your move. Oh, with my move action, I. Because you do have forty feet with your horse. Yeah, I move forty feet away. Okay. Now it's Noel's turn. Gonna shoot an arrow, and it doesn't matter because he misses. Lila. Um. So I am going to take one of my javelins because it's probably gonna be easier on the horse. I'm gonna attack one of them, the one that's coming after me. Okay. Run. Uh, Trying to stab it or throwing it? No, I want to stab it. Okay. I will need you to roll a animal handling 
because these horses are not trained for battle. Okay. So I'll need you to roll. <gasps> I'm proficient in animal handling. Okay. So I won't give you disadvantage then. Okay. 21. Okay. Now go ahead and make your attack. That's a non-natural 20. Okay. That's a hit. Uh, so three damage. Okay. So it kind of sees you coming and you do scrape him, but it doesn't do a lot of damage mm. to him. I'm going to attack him. You said he's about 30 feet, right? Yes. So I'm going to throw one of my daggers at him. Oh, I have luck. <laughs> luck. Thank the luck. Mm. luck. That is much, much better. So that's going to be a 25 to hit. That is a hit. So that's going to be four damage. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to use my bonus action, second wind, and okay. get a little bit of health back. Do I see any other gnolls around? You do see a total of six gnolls. Everybody's kind of carrying a spear and a bow. But one of them is carrying a long pole arm, like a glaive of Roscoe's. Mine's cooler. <laughs> I will try to move 40 feet, and I want to shoot my crossbow at the one that Lila is fighting. Okay. I'll have you roll a animal handling. 12. Now go ahead and make your attack. 11. 11. You miss with that hit, okay. with that crossbow. It flies about three feet away from it. Of how you missed it. Okay. Boudreaux. Closest one to me. Closest one to you is about 30 feet. 30 feet with a crossbow or a glaive kind of thing. This one has a kind of like a spear looking weapon. I'm going to say, this is for you, girl. Looks at Henley. Hey. <laughs> it have to beat uh, read... wisdom so um go ahead and read me what that what that spell does spell time you speak a one word command to a creature you can see within range the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn the spell has no effect if the target is undead if it doesn't understand your language or if your command is directly harmful to it so you command it it tells and you tell it to sit mm-hmm and it's not affected by it. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Probably doesn't know our language. Yeah. Probably get that conclusion. That. But it's okay. Anything else that the shaman wants to do? I would like to move away. <laughs> okay. It is, they are encircling you. So by moving away from one, you are getting closer to others. Ooh. Then I will stay. Henley, you were moving away from one, and as you look back and look forward, you see a knoll lunge at you. <gasps> Just in time, you're able to pull back on the reins of your horse, and it jumps right in front of you, Le leaps over. Lila, the one, one of them tries, the one that you were attacking, mm -hmm. takes a swing at you and misses. Okay. Roscoe. The one you threw the dagger at didn't like the dagger. Did it throw it back? <laughs> He's actually going to run and jump at you. Great. 
I'm going to hit him. Because I have my polearm mastery, and anybody that comes in range of me, melee range, I get an advantage attack on them. I will have you roll a animal handling check to see how well your animal deals with that kind of movement and having a knoll lunging after it. A 15 for the animal handling. Okay. Then I will allow you to do that. Uh, it's a 12. That is a miss. Dope. So, so it is it able to... I missed it twice. So it's able to knock you off your horse and take you down. Okay. And it's on top of you. Fenrir, you feel an arrow fly past you as it was another close call. They're not rolling any better than you guys are. <laughs> it's late, guys. We're all tired. We're all tired. The it's light's just, throwing them off. <laughs> yeah. We could explain that. Yeah, the lights are throwing them off. They're like, what are these things? <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> Why does it hurt my retina so much? We're nighttime creatures. It is now your turn. I'm going to run. We'll use the move action and try and get past him. Okay. Cool. He takes a swing at your horse. Yeah. As you go away, he's able to swing his his, uh, spear around and get your horse right, right in the side of the chest. And your horse tumbles down. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> um, that's a six. Okay. Not only are you prone, but the horse is now on your leg. So you are now pinned under the horse. Okay. I still have an action. Can I try and lift the horse off my leg? Yes, you can. Roll me a strength. 18. 18, okay. You're able to lift it up high enough to kind of scoot out, but you still are prone. Okay. Does a 19 hit? Yeah, a 19 hits. Yeah. Okay, that's a 9 damage. Um. Okay, with that then, then I'm going to just try and hit it again with my javelin. It's uh, a 19 to hit. Okay, that's a hit. That's a 7 damage. Seven damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're able to to stab it pretty good. Stabby, stabby. On that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, how's he looking? Is he still looking okay? Yeah, he's still looking fine. Dang it. Okay. On the weary side, but still has some fighting. Rasco, you have a knoll snarling right over you. Okay. I'm prone, right? You are prone. So it's an action to get up? You'd have to... You are considered grappled right, right now. So you'd have to do like a strength... Strength, strength to see if you can get out from underneath him. Is it possible to like grab my other dagger and shank him while he's on top of me? Shake him! You could use your dagger, yes. Just not the glaive, right? Just not the glaive. You wouldn't have enough room to... What if he just mysteriously fell on the glaive as we jumped off the horse? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay, so we'll use the glaive. We're gonna start not the glaive, the dagger. <laughs> okay, we'll and I'll give glaive. you advantage on this because good luck missing, he's on top I of guess. you. Thirteen. Okay. Somehow you miss. <laughs> Just in the fight and the struggle, you reach up to to stab him and just can't get the right just spot. Wiggles. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you my brother-in-law? 
Do I have three gnolls within 30 feet of me? Yes, you do. Okay. I want to use Bane. <gasps> oh. Spell time. Spell time. Spell time. So up to three creatures, the three gnolls within 30 feet of me, within range, must make a charisma save. On a failure, a creature must roll 1d4 and subtract the result from all attack rolls and saving throws for the duration. Okay, so boom, boom, boom. it's a constant, it's a... Charisma. Charisma. Okay. They're not very charismatic. What does so. it need to beat? Uh, my spell save DC is 13. They all fail. Surprise, surprise. You see them kind of all kind of howl in uh, discomfort from that spell affecting them. So it affects Henley's, Lila's, and Roscoe's um, nulls. So that was my action as a bonus action. I want to try to rally my troops and do a bardic inspiration. I'm going to go to Roscoe and I want to make Roscoe kind of mad. Mm-hmm. That Noel just said you liked <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> What's going on? Something like that. They're taking you back to cook all their potatoes. Roscoe, they're gonna kidnap you and make you make you cook all of your potatoes for the rest of your life. That's going to be your punishment: is cooking potatoes. That's the only thing you're able to do. Oh heck no! <laughs> <laughs> you hear a war no cry. Potatoes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a D6. Spell time! Um, so Class once within time. the next 10 minutes, you can roll the die and add the number rolled to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw that it makes. Dope. You can wait until after you roll the D20 before deciding to use the inspiration die. Double dope. But must decide before the DM says whether the roll succeeds or fails. Spell time! I would like to do bless. Um, you bless up to three creatures of your choice within range. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add that number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. Okay, what's the range on that? 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay, you can hit. Because you were, you decided to park she went your... to the middle. Yeah, You're she was right going in the to middle. the middle. <laughs> Park donkey. <laughs> I mean, donkey. yeah. Okay, so you can hit with your spell. Fenrir, you can hit. Henley, you can hit. And I think that's it. No. From where you're at. You can, can inspire move. yourself. You can move. And you could hit Lila as well. I will do that. Okay. You move about 10 feet. And now Lila's in range. Woo-hoo! So I take um, my holy water and I sneeze it on everybody. Oh, girl. In a mist. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Kundas bless. Yeah. Kundas bless this mess. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 
and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. Okay, so that's every turn until that spell ends. Okay. And you should know that it's concentration up to one minute. Okay, thank you. That's what mine is, too. Okay. Or with the bane. With Bane, with the concentration. Okay. So you've got Thank a plus you. to things. You've got a minus to things. If we can't do something with a minus and a plus. Okay, this knoll hit you with a 13. Sorry, he's hit, he's going for your horse. Horse was 13. HP's 13. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, armor class, class was 10. You're right. Okay. You're right. So it does hit the horse then. Okay. Even with the subtract on Bane, just so you know. Okay, eight damage on that. In rear. So from you hear your your horse whinny in pain. As you look back, you see the the knoll with the long spear stab into it. Make a dexterity saving throw. Eighteen. Okay, you're able to jump off of it in time and not get pinned under it. And with that roll, you were able to kind of land on your feet as well. Can I get an opportunity attack? No. Okay, I just try. <laughs> nice try. Roscoe, you got that snarling beast above you, and he's going to try and bite you. That's a nat 20. <gasps> so that's four piercing damage. And Henley, the other one's going after you. Yours is going to have fun with you. <laughs> 15. That hits. Ooh, Okay. And that is six damage as it stabs you again. I am not looking good. Okay, back to the top. Henley, you're still prone. And you got a knoll standing above you. Well, first of all, she's panicking a little bit. Oh, by the way, he hit you. Roll me a constitution saving throw to see if your dancing lights remain. Okay. That's fitting. Uh, <laughs> seven. Your dancing lights go out. Oh, well, that's can't. just great. <laughs> You're still able to see the knoll in front of you because it's right there. And it goes dark on your end too, Roscoe. Spell time. Entangle. It's grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, start, starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area when you cast the spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. That's a concentration as well? It is a concentration. Okay, where are you putting these? Um, the lines? 20 foot is, I just do it around the knoll. Kind of right in front of you to the knoll. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he will have to make a strength saving throw. Okay, he fails. So he's now... Does that affect any of the rest of us, or is it just the opposite way? Opposite way. Okay. Yep, doesn't affect anybody else. Okay. It is now this Noel's turn. He's entangled, then I'll roll a strength. Which is... He missed, he fails. Because of the bane. Ah! of your existence. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not able to break Dad out. Fun. And that's his turn. Uh, I'm getting a little mad that all of the gnolls are still there. That all of our horses, other than Donkey, uh, look like they're taking some pretty decent damage. So I'm going to rage. 
Okay, it's spell not really time. a spell time, but it's just class feet time. Class feet. So uh, when I rage, I have advantage on strength checks, strength saving throws. Um, when I make a melee weapon attack using my strength, I gain a bonus to that to the damage rolls, which is a plus two. I'm resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage while raging. I can't use spells. Uh, my late rage lasts for one minute or it ends early if I'm knocked unconscious. If I haven't attacked a hostile creature since my last turn or taken damage, then uh, it can also rage. And to go into my rage is a bonus action, not an action. Okay. So uh, I'm going to rage and then I'm going to attack the one in front of me. So I'm going to pull my great axe. And then I'm going to attack. And remember, I blessed you. Yes. It's a 22. That is a hit. Okay. That's a 12. Okay, that kills him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Fire power. I'm getting kind of tired of being under this guy. <laughs> so I'm going to... Just, it's strength roll, right? Yes. It'll be strength v strength. That's going to be um, 17. Okay. You're able to wiggle yourself out of there. Wiggle, wiggle. Great. And then I'm like, just I'm just over this guy. Okay. So I'm going to action surge. Okay. And I'm going to go at him with my glaive. Get him. So that's going to be an unnatural 20 to hit. That is a hit. So that's going to be 13 damage. Okay. This guy is not looking good after that hit. Is it possible to run 35 feet away from the guy with the glaive, but not toward the, another knoll? Yes. Okay, I want to do that. Do it, do it. And then I want to take a shot at him with my crossbow. Okay, take a shot. Does a nine hit? Nine is a miss. As your crossbow bolt sails wide. Is she within 60 feet of me? Yes. Henley is 60 feet within within that range. I want to give her uh, bardic inspiration. Henley, where were you when all these knolls are going to start to fall? You Henley, the girl. You got <laughs> Henley, you got this. Henley, let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Just not on top of you. <laughs> away from you. Away from you. Henley, you're a woman, not a girl. <laughs> N no, that'd be your inspiration to, to take that creepily. <laughs> You're not a girl. You a girl. Dang, girl. <laughs> There's your inspiration. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. No, that's good. He'll be better next time. <laughs> He's still a young bard learning the trade. I still feel inspired. It's it's the effort. Feels inspired, love. right? Feels inspired by the effort that he put into it. Yeah. Even if it was awkward. Even if it was awkward. <laughs> what are you doing there, booty dro? I was gonna. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, that's booty you. Um, but I was. Ah. Sorry. I'm gonna poison spray him. Okay, and that's the. Um, it's like the yellow mist throw, that comes from right? your hand. Smell this. Smell this. 
I've been eating beans lately. <laughs> okay, you hit him. So What's that's the damage? 12. It doesn't like that. It's kind of coughing and sneezing. He's sneezing. Is it a cute little sneezy? He's like, <laughs> Definitely not like that. It's more like, <laughs> Henley is getting sprayed. Oh, with, I love with that. this nasty coughing. <sighs> Sneezing. Ew. I smile. It's really funny. <laughs> Don't worry, Henley. I if have I a hygiene kit. Boudreaux would. So the one that had the glaive is going to move 30 feet closer to, to Fenrir, but then he's going to turn and do some snarls and growls at Roscoe's guy, and Roscoe's guy is going to attack Roscoe. Does it... 15 hit. Negative. Okay. Misses again. It's now that Knoll's turn. That Roscoe's Knoll's turn. That would be a 15 again. Gosh dang it. Nope. So this last Knoll gets up and starts to charge at Fenrir. However, you see a Suddenly see it get pierced in the side, and it stumbles, and you start hearing these loud roars as there's two other large creatures that come in and start attacking the gnolls as well. Henley, we'll jump to you. You're hearing this commotion going on. And I can't see anything. You can't see anything. <laughs> Pretty much it's just a bunch of shapes going on. And now you hear a strange roaring sound, almost like battle cries. Okay. <gasps> Not humanoid battle cries, oh. though. I'm going to do the only thing I can think of, and I'm going to stand up. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to attack the knoll that's entangled. Perfect. You get advantage at that. And with my short swords. Okay. It's advantage. It is advantage. Oh, good, because yes. that was a crit fail. That's a 21. That's a hit. 21. That's four damage, and then the bonus other hand, 12. That one's a miss. Okay. Got a good hit on it. Still looking fine. That null that you just hit is going to try and break free, which it doesn't. It's still snarling and rolling around. Lila, when you hear these roars, <gasps> Garatha hears that these roars are orcish. <gasps> Does it sound like they're my brothers? Because there are different hordes, and they sound different. No. Okay. But okay. You can can see, I see the orcs? Yes, you can. That one is swinging a maul, at the the one that has the glaive, the gnoll that has the glaive. Okay. The and that one tall and thick. There's another the other orc is tall as well, but leaner. Okay. And that one has a great axe that it's swinging. And I want to move my horse as close to Roscoe's horse. 
as much as I can without being like right on top on top of them. So like within the five feet. Okay. You will roll me a animal handling check. Okay. Seventeen. Okay, you're good. Okay. Um, and then I want to attack that uh, null. Okay, go ahead. Twenty-one. That's a hit. That's five damage. Okay. Okay, you're able to kill that one. Yes. Roscoe. I'm just going to walk 15 feet towards the middle and see what I can find. You walk 15 feet, you realize that they're orcs now, and they seem to be fighting the gnolls. Am I close enough to engage any of those gnolls at that point or no? Yes. Okay, so we'll do that. So we'll go up to him. Um, That's an eight. Okay, that one's a mess. Things are just getting a little hectic and... Do doc. I'm gonna go after the or- the orc. Yeah. The knoll that killed my horse with okay. my crossbow. Does a twenty-seven hit? <laughs> yes. I really did hope you, so. Did you need to use your D four? I don't think so. But <laughs> seven damage. Boudreaux. Yeah. So I'm going to spell time. A creature of your choice that you can see within range regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spell casting ability modifier. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. I will do that for Henley. And it's a 60 feet range, by the way. Nine hit points. The battle's still ensuing. You guys have taken out two of them. One's being restrained. There's So there's three left. The one orc finishes off the the no that it, it that it was charging after Fenrir and after that it turns to go towards the the one with the the glaive the giant the spear the fancy glaive the fancy glaive the one that was entangled you see a bolt hit it and it drops dead sneezy's dead sneezy's dead <laughs> and eventually as you guys gang up on the one you're able to take it out and then out of the darkness you hear a voice say, you guys are lucky that we were able to find you and, ru- and help you out in this situation. Knolls can be very, very dangerous out here. And that is where we'll end it for tonight. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, big shout out for uh, D.A. Nichols for writing this music that we listen to every week. Our intro music. Um, hey guys, hit us up on Twitter at chaos bard pod and anywhere you can find us at the chaos bard instagram tumblr um thanks for listening i hope you guys enjoyed it i am dm dave and to my right we have Finrir, roscoe garathan lila boudreaux and henley and wait until next time as we unroll the scroll to tell the tale see ya <laughs>